Welcome to the AI Ireland podcast, your window into the world of AI innovation on the island of Ireland. Join us as we explore how AI is harnessed to tackle both business and societal challenges, revealing the cutting-edge solutions emerging from this vibrant AI community. Don't forget to subscribe for the latest updates and insights in the world of AI. Welcome to the final episode of our Gen AI series on the AI Ireland podcast. In its concluding session, we're delving into the crucial and increasingly relevant topic in the world of AI, explainable AI. I'm thrilled to be joined by Dr. Maria Artaluki from Global Logic, a leading expert in the field, along with Patrick Callahan. We are going to talk about and explore the nuances of explainable AI and its significance in the current technological landscape. Our discussion will cover optimal methodologies for leveraging tools in the life cycle of AI model development, including training, deployment, feedback mechanisms, and the vital process of consistent retraining with a focus on AutoML. This episode is essential for anyone interested in the transparency and understanding of AI models and how these factors play a critical role in the development and deployment. Join us as we unpack these complex but fascinating aspects of AI with our expert panel. Maria, how important is your approach to design when you're working through large language models? Uh, I've been designing natural language interface interfaces, chatbots, voiceboards, speech OVRs for the past 25 years. And of course, designing them was a must for those type of systems, if nothing else, because you needed to, to have control and also you needed to deal with the fact that the technology was not perfect, that you perhaps the training data that you had, you had trained the system, the system on were not uh, enough. Now with large language models, the NLP, NLU part seems to have been solved in an instant, instant. So maybe you don't need to put, or people would think that you don't need to put so much work into the training data, but there is still an obvious problem with the output of uh, LLMs because it is no longer controllable, predictable, or sometimes even accurate. And that's why, even though it, it's possible that, uh, or one would think that designers is becoming an obsolete uh, profession. I think that uh, it is already obvious as people start implementing the technology that design is important because you need to model, you need to curate the training data to be, for example, relevant to your use case, not just generic data from the internet. Because this way you will have control, you will be able to achieve con uh, explainability, transparency, uh, you'll be able to also curate the output and therefore you can control both inaccuracies and biases. And that's why it's important to, to have design and to, to keep having a design-led approach, even with this type of systems. And it's very, very easy to be tempted with the world of open source now and these models being free for people to start to use, to start to try yourself and to kind of, you know, let's, let's see if we can give it a go. And with best intentions, people can go awry. What are some of the best practices people need to be mindful for? I mean, obviously, you cannot stop people from being excited. And it's, it's lovely to see how people are already seeing the, 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 the power of natural language. Because natural language models have been around for some time. But the interface through a common human medium 
is what uh, uh, has made them so uh, exciting for people and also uh, explains the mass adoption. So it's it's uh, it's it's fine to play with, but once you want to implement something, and also for yourself, for individual use, no problem. You probably don't need much customization either. But if you want to implement generative AI technologies on an enterprise scale, you really need uh, to bring in you know designers who will model. Well, select your data, perhaps or limit uh, or impose local, your own custom data onto the generic, uh, you know, training data. Uh, model this data, so also impose some type of uh, some type of, of an ontology, like a knowledge map that corresponds to your use case, uh, and then also with prompt engineering, language engineering curate the output and perhaps have uh, some kind of uh, manage to select the best output for uh, specific cases and contexts. Patrick, when you're looking yeah. at engineering and taking into consideration the data, but also bias within the data, how important is that to be understanding the importance the data needs to be correct before you even think about generative AI? Because the outcomes can go awry very, very quickly. Yeah. And, and this is where the due diligence really comes in. I think where, you know, we've always said garbage in, garbage out. So when we have correct data curated in the right way and with the right context. So a lot of what we do in machine learning is we have to make assumptions about the data. What do we take out? What do we leave in? What can we interpolate? And you know, differences of opinion will change the outcome. So it's very important that we are, do our due diligence on the data going in. Uh, and that's not always easy, but we need to have the tools and the, the processes around that to create a mindset of doing the right thing for the right data to ensure those right outcomes. When you think about design, there's a few parts that people may underestimate. So there's the data curation and there's different elements. What are, what are three areas that people need to take into understanding? So the part of the design is the modeling of the world, like the concepts of your use case, the relationships among these concepts. Uh, but also part of the design is also the curation of uh, the output. So for that case, in that part of the model, I'm going to have this type of messaging that is also congruent with my brand, with my customer profile, with uh, personalization aspects. So the design of the, the experience, design of the output, design of the data in terms of modeling and how you model, what labels you use. Uh, so language engineering, conversation design, prompt engineering, knowledge engineering, content engineering. Oh, I've already said it. Yeah. <laughs> I said it twice because it's important. <laughs> so we can see this, Patrick. It gets very complicated very quickly. So if you don't have a team of trusted advisors and specialists helping out and assisting with complementary skills, yeah. you're going to find yourself in a bit of a challenge. Yes, yes. And, and I think going back to, you know, that data strategy is the foundation of everything. And then you're building on top of that. And one of the things that AWS do uh, is, is give a range of options, right? So you can take foundational models from Amazon, but also from partners like AI21 Labs and Stability AI. So these are foundational models that are already built that give you that large language models. They give you speech. They give you image detection. 
So you can use them off the shelf from an AI API service point of view. But then to the point around the open source uh, community. So looking at the thousands of models from all around the world and open source and other enterprises, how do we use tools to be able to take the best of those to both build, train and deploy the models? And then to your point, to get that feedback and retrain all the time. So we have this, what we call auto ML uh, facility as well. So it really is, you know, there is a long path to this. This is not something people should be just jumping into. There is stepping stones, there's the data, there's governance, there's machine learning, there's the skills around maths and ethics and so on. So it's a long-term uh, goal, but certainly one that's accelerating every single day. What are some things to take into consideration if you're going to start to utilize generative AI for your business? You need to, to have uh, control over your data and over the output of uh, the models, uh, but also over your customer data and what your customers see. So for um, control, including security, uh, meaning the security of your data, the, the challenge is that because the medium is something as uh, normal as human language, is that uh, most people, because it's, it's, it's something so basic, People think that, you know, I can speak English, French, German, therefore I can do this. But, uh, I mean, that's why we have computational linguists, language engineers, uh, conversation designers, uh, data scientists. You know, you, you can't just say, oh, I speak English, therefore I can curate data, I can curate uh, um, conversations. Uh, and so you need to think about controlling your data and the output and the world that you put out to your customers. Because customer experience is so important. And if you lose that trust, I think consistency, it's very, very hard. It's very, very hard to get it back. Exactly. And people love that consistency of approach. And sometimes even if that approach isn't that great, at least they know what they're getting with that service. Mm. But if it's good one minute and then not so good the next, that's where people find it even more challenging to have. Control is, is very important because we want to control our brands and what we put out to the world and making sure that it's accurate and that it lives our values as, as a brand as well. And you need a lot of people in that decision to make sure that can bring true. And because language, natural language can be so deceptive, because if you, if you put together a, a perfect sentence, but it's about a lie, how is anybody going to know? That it is a lie. And that's why it's especially important because in, in the past, you could tell, for example, if a speech said, uh, uh, sorry, I didn't get your input or, you know, something crude like that, then you would know that it's a bot. You would know that obviously it's imperfect. But now if you have uh, an LLM compose this perfect, linguistically perfect, uh, sentence, but it hallucinates an answer, that's catastrophic for your brand, but uh, it could also be catastrophic for your customers if it's, uh, say, a health application or, you know, something that relates to the personal safety. Or... Yeah, because unfortunately, uh, millions for millions could see these, this in one instant. And then, uh, yeah. 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 Thanks. As we close off our session, what advice would you share? with organizations who are going to embark on this journey? 
it's understandable that everybody is excited by this new technology and no organization wants to be left behind and uh, seeing their competition implement generative AI technologies and them doing nothing. So it's important to act now, but you still need to choose your use case, your use cases very carefully to make sense for your organization, for your customers, and also to be thinking farther in the future about uh, the value of uh, those use cases. And also remember that uh, no technology and large language models included can work perfectly off the shelf. So customization is necessary. And for the customization, you need a human in the loop for the design, for the curation of the data, of the output. Uh, so this is, uh, these two th or three things are important to remember. Tim. So, so um, from, from my view, I think the, the main balance, if you like, but then the trick is for organizations to find that balance between the opportunity and the risk and the opportunity everyone can see, you know, is making more data available for more people to, to realize more value for a business. I think every large organization sees that, but then the risk is by giving more access to data that you have misuse of data. And, and so organizations can easily get paralyzed by that fear of the risk. And so I think the trick is to make sure that you are aware and mindful of it, but that you develop the tooling to solve it so that it doesn't get in the way of that innovation, that value. Right. I would say that organizations who start with the technology first, without a business goal in mind or, or a data culture in place, will be bound to failure more than the ones who have put a data culture in place. The analogy I'll take is, if you buy a treadmill without an intention to use it properly with a proper fitness plan, very soon you would be using it uh, as a clothes drying hanger. <laughs> and that is going to happen to your technology as well. Final thoughts, Patrick. Yeah, so something similar. I mean, a good, a modern data strategy encompasses a lot more than just technology. So it encompasses a, a data-driven culture, a different type of mindset. And also an organizational structure with the people and processes that can share data and collaborate more efficiently. Patrick, Fawad, Tim, Maria, thank you very much for your insights. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really, really excited to unveil a new book, AI Unleashed, Navigating the AI Revolution as a Business Executive, which is now accessible to purchase on Amazon and Amazon Kindle. This publication is the fruit of half a decade's word of meticulous research and high-level conversations with experts in the field, both in Ireland and globally. The book is particularly timely, featuring current discussions on AI governance in the European Union and North America. If you're aiming to grasp the full scope of AI, ready your enterprise for its transformative power, and utilize it to your advantage, this book is specifically crafted for you. It serves as a pragmatic guide, clarifying misconceptions, and presenting real-world insights for leaders entering the AI sphere. The book covers an extensive array of subjects from AI's role in diverse industries to generative AI applications and provides guidance on avoiding typical missteps in AI initiatives, all supported by the most recent studies. Additionally, the book highlights case studies and applications that have earned accolades at AI awards throughout the years and emphasizes top-notch AI utilization in Ireland. For executives, polyarchitects or technology aficionados seeking to make sense of the intricate world of AI, AI Unleashed Navigating AI Revolution is your essential handbook.
So it's now available at Amazon. This book furnishes you with the expertise and instruments required to deploy AI more effectively and ethically.